welcome to Scan Talk by GS1 Ireland, the stories, the people and the standards transforming our daily lives. My name is Fanil Malone, Digital Marketing Manager at GS1 Ireland. And today on the programme, I am joined by Shannon Forrest of Rivesi. So welcome to the show, Shannon. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to, to have this chat with you, Fanula. <laughs> And thank you so much for coming on the show. And I believe congratulations are in order. I see you just found out yesterday that you've been shortlisted for a guaranteed Irish award. Yeah, we have. It's an incredible honor. You know, when you see the list of companies that you're you're uh, nominated alongside, it's a bit overwhelming for our yeah. little business here in Clamel. Um, but it's just fantastic. You know, Declan and I have worked incredibly hard. And when you get things like this, it's like, oh, thank you so much. You know, we're <laughs> get just the recognition so for all your hard work. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's it's very lovely. And it's two categories, I believe, that you're you're shortlisted in. Is it yeah, best it's startup? Food and beverage. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Startup and uh, food and beverage. Yeah. So oh, when so you see the, the big guys like Bally Maloo and Clinton's Chris and Clonacilty and Frank and Honest and you're like, Oh, oh, Jeannie Mackers, there's Revesi, the losers. <laughs> you know, we're in your, existence like two brand. years. Yeah, amazing. It's hmm. an amazing story and you've come such a long way just in such a short period of time. Do you want yeah, to tell hectic. us a little bit about how you got started? Yeah, sure. So it all started in 2019. Um, we, Declan and I, we decided we'd worked previously together um and we kind of decided that we wanted to do our own thing and we weren't really sure what it was we had initially thought bricks and mortar like a cafe kind of thing and then you do a little bit research into bricks and mortar and you're like wowzers we don't have that kind of financial backing it was only the two of us you know investment required there yeah yeah but we've always kind of set our sights high so even though we were like yeah let's open a cafe and then you do the research and it's like no (laughs) so um yeah so the next thing um inevitable step for us was a food truck kind of style thing We, we weren't really sure what way it would go and I started looking for vehicles like caravans or or um, food trucks that you could drive. And we found this beautiful vintage caravan on Dundee down in Kinmare and kind of the rest is history in that sense. You know, it was yeah. just so perfect. The one stipulation, though, for us is that as beautiful as she is we were like because I'm six foot and Declan's six two and we were like will we be able to stand up <laughs> straight be able to we were stand like, up? yeah yeah we were going down to driving down to Kerry to Kinmere to buy this and we were like oh wowzers we need to figure out can we like maneuver around it um so yeah we could that was like the minute that we could we stepped inside we fell in love instantly with her and it was like yeah let's bring her home to tip so that's what we did and then our first place that we traded was uh, Clonmel Applefest. Okay, so that was yeah. really fun to like kick it off in in my hometown. Declan is uh, from Abilene in Kenji Leash. Yeah. So yeah, a few weeks later we headed up to Abilene's Applefest, and that was wonderful for Declan to be kind of on his home turf and seeing loads of familiar faces and stuff. And yeah, then we traded in Ballymaloo. Dunbrody, uh, Thurless Farmers Market, a few places like that. We had no like permanent basis. Yeah. And because that was our only um, income stream, we were like, we really need to get trading regularly rather than irregularly at um, festivals and stuff. Yeah. So Clonmel uh, at the Key here in Clonmel, um, 
we went to the county council and we were like, can we get a trader's license? We, we want to like trade at least two days a week, which we did. And then we were over in the Clonmel farmer's market on a Saturday, which was wonderful because at the farmer's market, you were surrounded by loads of other lovely stalls. And at the quay, we were kind of on our own and, and people were like, what are those two doing in that car? What what is this? You know, so this is like two years ago. There wasn't many like the food truck yeah. phenomenon that it is now hadn't really started in a sense. Yeah, you kind of got in was there early, didn't you? Yeah, because it was kind yeah, of more like in COVID the, times that food trucks became yeah, really big. Yeah, just yeah, it was crazy. So we were doing that for about six months, and then just as you mentioned, COVID hit, and it was like, okay, we've got to closed the little window on our caravan and, and you had been doing sandwiches do wasn't it that you were yeah like Declan was cooking everything from scratch so they were like uh we did every like to begin with we had um like a lot of Tipperary food producers food so we mm. were like trying to use as much local produce as possible and all of the elements Declan created like the mayonnaises any of the condiments that went on it and and people were like can we buy a jar can we get a jar of that can we have extra and I was like Declan there's something in it and I'd been in pre uh, in business previous um in my like early 20s and that made me learn don't put all of your eggs in one basket yeah so while we had the caravan going I was doing in the background I was doing Super Valley Food Academy not really knowing where it would go but kind of thinking there was something there with what we were doing with the food truck yeah um and yeah like looking back oh god we were just so grateful that we did do food academy because the minute we closed the food truck I was able to literally hell for leather, just concentrate on the condiments, get them up and running. And even though we had sold a handful or so um, from the caravan as we were taken mm. along, but the minute we closed, it was like, right, we need to figure this out because we wow. need to try to keep money coming in to pay that the bills. Must have been, so, yeah. That must have been scary when you had just started up this business and then suddenly COVID comes along and, and people, all of the coffee trucks mm-hmm. and everything closed down, I remember around that mm-hmm. time. So that yeah. was great that you had that other avenue that you could go down. Yeah, like for sure, Fanula, I'm I'm not going to lie. I think when we closed the food truck, it was like March 15th. I'll never forget it. I think I stayed at home and cried my eyes out for mm. about two weeks because we had put everything into the food truck. Like yeah. Annie sent from under the couch, like just yeah. asking for help. Like so, so many of our friends and family were helping us out you know, in any way they could, which were like, a delivery is coming, can it be delivered to your house? Because we're at the farmer's market, you know, yeah. there's certain things that we, it was only the two of us and, and my mom and, and Declan's family and friends as well helped, helped out so much. Um, and sometimes helping out is emotional support too. You're yes, having a bad day course, and you're ringing yeah. someone, it's like, well, I have no work colleagues anymore. It's just me and Declan, yeah. so I need to, <laughs> to vent. So yeah, um, yeah, it was scary, but Declan and I, I think we've been through serious roller coasters in our life, not only career wise, but just life wise as well, you know, and it made us realize that we we're not going to sink. We just have to adapt and we have to do it quickly. Um, And yeah, we were, we were able to, to get the jars up and running. Like, and you must remember everything was done from our kitchen at home in Grange Mokler. Absolutely everything, you know, um, our EHO signed us off and he's like, yes, absolutely no problem. You know, this is where the food truck is. And I was like, now that 
COVID <laughs> is here and we don't have the food truck, you know, can we do some condiments? And he had already signed us off for that for um for sale from the caravan. And yeah. he was like, yeah, it's no problem. It'll just be, you know, small scale. And I was like, oh my God, of course. Like if, if we get like <laughs> three or four shops, we'd be so grateful. And he was like, yeah, that's perfect. No problem whatsoever. Um, so yeah, we started out with two. It was uh, Nula Hickey of Hickey's Bakery in Clamel and Sarah Ferno of Cash and Blue Cheese. They were starting to do like an online food box. Like everyone was trying to pivot at that stage, yeah. especially in the food and beverage industry. Yeah, a lot um, of hampers and stuff like that came together exactly. around that time. Yeah. yeah. And looking back on our jars that, oh my God, the little label, you know, black and white little sticker. And I was just like, oh God, but we've got to start somewhere. Yeah. So yeah, they, they took us on and... Yeah, that's how it started. Like when you've got someone to like give you some encouragement and trust in you and just give you a helping hand. And then it kind of went from there. It was like, right, what else can we do? You know, what other shops can would like to supply us and yeah. Or sorry, what where we could supply to. And not only that, but we're part of the Tipperary Food Producers Network. Yes. And but with what that messages and and calls and stuff like that between us, a lot of us were hurting. You know, it Mm. it obviously wasn't just the newbies. There was a lot of the more established brands within the network were really hurting as well in regards to exports and even just locally in restaurants and hotels and everything. Of course. So um I it was kind of in a sense comforting that it wasn't just the little startups, it was like, okay, God, everyone is kind of in the same Mm. boat. So you didn't feel so alone in that sense. But I just was trying to think, what can we do to help in some way? And that's when I um, I reached out to Jack Crotty of Neighbor Food. And I was like, can I start up a Neighbor Food and tip? And he was like, yeah, let's go for it. Really, <laughs> let's do it. I, I got, yeah, I got really scared for Nolan. I was like, no, I wouldn't be able to do that. So I let it go for a week or two. And he rang me again. He was like, Shannon, are we going to do this? And I was like, yes, we're going to do this. We've just got So tell us a little bit about how neighborhood food works, because, you know, I think it's mm. something that's fairly new. Well, yeah, at least it's, it's something that I've only heard about in the last yeah. two years anyway. Yeah, so uh, Neighbor Food, uh, Jack and Martin set up Neighbor Food in 2018, I believe, in Cork. Mm. Um, and I like I'm always looking at reading articles and online and I was like, oh, my God, this initiative sounds really cool. Like connecting customers directly to the producers. Everything is di- like you buy online, you pay for everything online and then you, you go to the collection point, pick it up. It's all in a basket and it's done. And I was like that's so cool because usually for artisan food locally I may have to go to like five or six different shops which I love you know don't get me wrong but the complete convenience of it you know being in one location and not only that the producers are getting way better return because they're getting paid 80 percent of what you pay which is not the norm as we know for for shops and stuff you know they get uh, they have to get their cut too but yeah it was just um a fantastic initiative that I wanted to try out mm. and and be part of and help our our fellow food and, and drinks producers here in Tipperary and we started it in April 2020 in my local parish hall here uh, in Irish Town in Clamell actually right next door to where we are located today it's funny I didn't move oh, too no. far yeah um 
so yeah, it, it was brilliant. Like at, at one stage in the height of the pandemic, there was about 150 was our highest number. So like 150 local families were coming straight to our little market and, and supporting all of the producers that, that we had part of our market. And it still continues to this day, you know, so I'm very proud of that. Yeah, that's one of the best things I think that has come out of this pandemic is this renewed interest in supporting local businesses and local, particularly local mm-hmm. food producers. And it mm-hmm. hopefully will continue into the into the future. Something yeah, that will take I, from the pandemic. I completely agree with you. And I think it also gave everyone more awareness about where their food was coming mm. from like a lot of people would be like oh yeah I love this I love that cheese I love that you know bread or whatever but they may not have realized that actually yeah that's baked like two kilometers from your home yeah or that the cows that you drive by yeah that's who makes your cheese <laughs> you know that it just made people so much more aware of oh god I actually am kind of probably already eating local produce but not being fully aware of the industry that is surrounds you, the people that are employed by it, you know, and actually being able to probably focus more on it. And what 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 I love to hear from the neighbor food um, market every week is that people were coming in and they're like, I've sent this jar down to Kerry and I've sent this up to Mayo. And I was like, oh, this is great that people are actually still trying to gift the love yeah. of food and, and drinks to their friends and family when when they couldn't visit you know so it was, it was cool absolutely and I think as well for producers it's it's great to have that kind of one-to-one connection with consumers because they get a lot of great feedback from that mm-hmm. a lot of great information yeah. and yeah and, for sure like I felt at the end of some of the markets I, I was whatsapping them going Mary said this and John said that <laughs> and he, he loved he loved that you gave him a little extra last week because you know it was it was just really sweet and actually the the customers online can write notes directly to the producers yeah and and, and being host I, I can see that and I'm like oh god it's so heartwarming that even though they're not seeing the producers because the producers drop their ad goods on the Thursday and then leave, I'm usually the one seeing everyone. Um, but it's lovely that they can communicate in that way as well. It's yeah. Um, so you've come a long way since, you know, you started off with the with the food truck and then mm. pivoted over into mm. making condiments and having mm. um, a food product on retail shelves. Mm-hmm. Um how you've also won a, a huge amount of awards um, mm. just in such a short period of time. Do you want to tell us a little bit about how you've been recognised? Yeah, um, I certainly will. But just one thing I, I noted there in what you said about like having a condiment and then getting it to shelf. Like mm. that is one of the most scary processes I think I've ever been through. Like, yeah. for example, even, you know, getting a barcode. I had no no idea that I was just like oh you just go online and get a barcode and it's like no no it's not that (laughs) simple you know it's not like google you just google it and there it pops up for you yeah Um, so it's not something people really think about ever is it even though you see barcodes every day you just don't know how they work yeah and, and the way they were like international and this and then it's like this code relates to this category and then you have to dig a little deeper as to where your your little product sits into so that yeah. was a massive learning curve for me and I must commend GS1 on the the background of it's so easy to navigate and it made me feel less 
inept, if that's the word, you know, <laughs> maybe able to navigate it properly. And I was like, okay, it's not as scary. And I was looking at all these videos and reading and reading. So yeah, that that's was great um, to hear. a huge, oh, but it's the truth, really. you know, it's huge because it's only Declan and I, and, you know, in previous jobs, you have teams of people to chat to and you're like yeah. Ben's ideas. But when it's your own business, it's like, right, okay, let's figure this out. And I'm the kind of person that I want to learn. I don't want to just go and ask someone else to do it because then I'm like, I'm not learning myself. So yeah, it was great to be able to do that. And then like labeling and getting a branding agency to do our labels, because even though the lovely little black and white sticker that I was doing down at the, the caravan, it doesn't mean that someone in Cork who has no idea about our brand is, is going to pick it up off the shelf. So yeah, the whole process of building our brand um our our labels you know marketing all the social media and stuff so thankfully my background is in marketing advertising and PR so I'm very grateful for spending so you had a a step up on 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 that side yeah anyway yeah yeah and I had worked in marketing for food brands before but it was at a much larger scale so it wasn't like that personal element that Mm. I I really wanted to get across and we didn't want to hide behind a brand and pretend that Rivesi was 20 people and big, mm. massive factory. It was like, no, it's just me and Declan. And right now we're at home. You know, yeah. you know, <laughs> we were never going to shy away from that. Yeah. Because um, one thing we felt as well is that, and especially when like about say two, three months into the pandemic, the amount of messages that we were getting on social media from other people going, I want to set up a, a horse box and we're, like converting it into a coffee truck and can you advise us and this and that and can I like pull up at the side of the road and we were like oh god no please don't pull up at the side of the road (laughs) please please get permission and number one please get insurance because we were saying to people you know you need insurance and they're like what and it's like oh god please don't start (laughs) until you have some of these things in in place and and we were really we really wanted to help others because we were like yeah go for it you know if you're at home and you've been let go your job or whatever the situation was or if it's just a dream go for it life's too short to be like oh no there's there's too many food trucks it's like don't no don't let that stop you it's like definitely there's so many condiments out there people are like oh is the market flooded and it's like god come on you can't let that attitude stop you you know you've got to go You've got to go and try. Could so you I could think nearly... I'm answering your question in a big roundabout way. I'm very sorry. <laughs> you for could going nearly on become a, a, a food truck uh, consultant at that rate. Well, to be honest with you, we were, but we were enjoying it because we because we were like, oh God, did you do it yet? And some people know they never did it. They got too scared or they were able to go back to their job. And then others were like, it's really tough. And we were like, yeah, I said it was going to be a party. <laughs> We, um, we, maybe, we haven't even mentioned what your product is yet. Um, yeah. So you have, yeah. is it oh two, two different condiments that you have? Yeah. Yeah. So we have a cashew chili crush, mm. which is the most delicious. Like we literally put it on everything. The base is like um, to bring rapeseed oil, which we get from uh, Emerald Oils. Michael yeah. and Sinead, I remember when we were telling them, because we were using their oil in the food truck. And we yeah. were like, oh, we're making this condiment. And they're like, oh, what, what is it? Like, you know, we're like, yeah. we love your oil. We want to use it. And, and going from buying like one uh, 
one uh, tub of oil every so often we were like okay we need five we need 10 we need 20 and they were like what are you doing <laughs> which was lovely because we have these really good connections with a lot of our, our suppliers you know they've, they've seen us grow and they really support us so that's it's just lovely to have that uh, but yeah so we've cashew chili crush which um was on this beautiful sandwich that we had with Toonsbridge halloumi Magner's eggs, hickey sourdough, oh, loads wow. of other elements. All that... members of GS1 as well, actually. Oh, cool. Yeah, oh, that's lovely yeah. to hear. That's great. Um, all the Tipperary and... food producers. Yeah. All, lots of other elements that if Declan was here, he could tell you them all, but I can't remember. There was may- parsley mayonnaise, I think, and oh, Jeannie, he had loads of stuff on it, but which was so usual. And then this spoonful of this cashew chili crush, and we were like, People keep wanting it. It's so addictive. People are like, can I buy a jar? Can I get more of it? So that was definitely going into a jar. And then the other one we have is a red onion marmalade with spice Gorgeous. And this beautiful mustard seeds in it. So when you're when you're having a little munch on it, there's like little pops of spice as well. Yeah. Which is really lovely. And I'll be honest with you, we also had a um basil and rocket pesto. Oh, lovely. But that's a that's a chilled item with a short shelf life. Which is and, harder to, oh, to manage. Oh, we were, we were so green. We were like, well, I definitely was like the Hulk. I was that green <laughs> Go, going, into the, going into the chilled yeah. um, space. A different was, ball game, isn't it? Totally different ball game. Yeah. Driving around the country, you know, with a two-week shelf life. And I was like, definitely, this isn't going to work. As, as much as people loved it and it was selling, I was like, we just cannot get into that space. We're, we're just starting and let's concentrate. It's on trickier for sure, yeah. Yeah, which we did. And unfortunately, well, I shouldn't say unfortunately, because we still sell our pesto through Neighbour Food Clamel because we know how much is sold and then we make that and that's it you know we don't have um no food waste with that with that which is incredible um and then yeah actually just going back to our cashew chili crush when we um when we started I said Declan you know there's these awards they call the great taste awards from the guild of fine food and he was like yeah kind of you know because he would have worked with some of the products in in especially in the lady helen uh, in Mount Juliet in the Mission Star restaurant. He's uh, yeah. a chef, isn't he? By yeah, trained yeah. chef. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I've seen stars on products and stuff. I'm, I was like, I'm thinking of entering Cashew And he was like, ah, sure, we're grand. You know that kind of <laughs> You have the marketing of, hat on. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh, I was like, maybe. But, and, and one thing to note as well about the Guild and, and the awards, that no matter what you enter, they say that they give you feedback. And I'm like, well, that's okay. You know, it'd be great to get some feedback on it. And he was like, Oh, go on, right, so enter it, you know, give it, give it a shot. Yeah. And we did that. We were still working from our home kitchen in Grange Mogler. And I'll never forget getting the call a few months later, because when we got the call, we were actually now based in Thurless. We had a commercial kitchen in Thurless. And Lady's like, oh, I'm calling from the guild. And I was like, oh, hi, how's it going? She's like, are you alone? I was like, what? Am I alone? She's like, yeah, I, I need to speak to you. And, just, you know, it's very important and private. And I was like, okay, what is this about? I was like, <laughs> have suspicious. I not paid an invoice or something? You know, you're like, oh, God, did I forget to pay to enter? Something something random like that came into my head. And she's like, um, 
yeah, so you need to send over more product. And I was like, oh, damn it. Did it did it smash en route? And she's like, no, um, you've got three stars. So <gasps> I start bawling wow. and wailing. And I wasn't on my own. I lied. Declan and my mom were in the office with me because we were having lunch at the time. And they're like, oh, my God, someone comes after dying. Yeah. They <laughs> I was yeah. crying. I was like, no, we got we got three stars. And and Declan was because he knew three stars was massive. We just could oh, not yeah. believe it. It's... So we had to um, send over more product then because that's how they... Um, uh, that's how they figure out the uh, golden forks that they do. Okay. So I was like, you you can keep your golden forks. We have our three stars. I was like, that's all that wow. matters. <laughs> oh my, that's incredible. Yeah. What an achievement. Yeah, it was. It's yeah, amazing. Like, there was nearly 13,000 entries that year from all around the world. And there was there a little jar from Tip getting three. Yeah, it's it's still like that that is probably our greatest achievement to date as well as staying in business together now being husband and wife <laughs> yeah it's um it's fantastic oh that is incredible oh my god what yeah. an achievement amazing and yeah. and that's not the only thing that you you've you've won you've also been mentioned in the mechanic guides is it as well yes yes sally and john yeah we got the best in ireland award for uh 21 and uh 22 we only we only got it there the other day so that's very exciting wow. and we've admired sally and and john for such a long time it's um you know, even their journey, like all oh, the books they've written and both of them getting their doctorates and, and what they do for small food producers, you know, from the tiny ones to the big ones, you know, they've really, really got our back. So, yeah, it's very. And very have you them. noticed any effect on the business, um, you know, since winning these awards? Has it opened any doors for you? Oh, God. Yeah. Like I keep referring back to. So we started at home. And Grange Mokler, and then mm. we got more and more stockers. So we obviously had to leave that kitchen, or we had to leave like home producing in the kitchen and get a commercial kitchen. So that was our next step, and that was one of the scariest steps because we were like, okay, this is getting real now, and yeah. you know, we're buying more jars and more labels, and quantities were getting bigger, and it seemed to happen very fast. Mm. But we were adapting to it as best we could, um, and. Yeah, like the minute you, excuse me, the minute you put three stars on it on your product, uh, retailers take notice. But of also, course, yeah. they were also like, "Who are you? Like, yeah. where, you <laughs> where did from? you come from?" <laughs> yeah, oh, completely, and and rightly so because it wasn't as if we were around very long marketing budget zilch, you know. So yeah. it was just kind of our own word of mouth and and just people being really kind to us and. And if someone loved it, they were putting it up on their Instagram or tagging people in it. And it was just, it was very, it, it was like extremely organic and still is mm. to this day. And then we kind of outgrew Thurless and, and now we're back in my hometown on the street I grew up on. Yeah. Wow. Full, full circle. Yeah. And you, you've also featured on Nationwide as well, I believe. Yeah. How did that come to be? That was all thanks to Jack Roddy of Neighbor Food. Okay. So they were doing a piece on Neighbor Food and he was asked, I think, or maybe, I don't know, they were chatting about different food producers or whatever. And the guys in Aperture Media who were producing this segment for mm. Nationwide 
reached out and they were like, are you interested? And I was like, yes, please. Like, I don't even have to think twice. I love Nationwide. Yes. And um, yeah, they came and visited us and did a bit of a recce and they were like, okay, we really like your your story and your brand. Let's let's do this. And Declan was like this, like his eyes are like, oh God, national TV. And I said, yeah, come on, it'll be great fun. And he was like, right, go on. So like a few weeks later, there was cameras in our living room and outside our house and our neighbors were like, what are these two doing? You what know? are they at? What are they at? Yeah. And of course, then me being so proud, it's such a proud tip woman. I was like, we need to get in green smoker and come out. And we love the blue way. And we love it. And they're like, oh my God, how much can we fit in? So yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. brilliant. Promoting, promoting your, your hometown. Oh, completely. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I, I saw recently a huge advertisement with you guys um, on Meta, I believe. Was yeah. it? formerly known as Facebook yeah uh, if I tell I think I actually put it in the Instagram post uh, when I was talking about it to to our followers and stuff that it still feels very surreal like when we got the (laughs) email don't recognize yourself in the picture yeah when when we got the email um a few months ago I was like spam that's not Facebook straight to spam and then there was another one and I was like, Declan, these people are wanting to talk to us. And I was like, sure, if it was Facebook. Uh, no, no way is it Facebook. And I was like, spam again. And he's like, Shannon, oh have my a God. look at it. Because there was so much spam at that time. You know, there yeah. was so much going on and text message and phone calls pretending their revenue and they're pretending this. And I was like, of course, no yeah. Yeah. There's so much going on. And I was like, there's actually no way Facebook would be contacting us. Like, I don't even spend money with them. Why would they? You know, because like yeah. all of the posts we were doing, everything was organic. We had, I think, sorry, we spent five euros. Like five euros. <laughs> Why do they want to talk to us? And that was when we were doing the food trucks. So like our condiments, I didn't, we just didn't have it, you know, because yeah, all of, of our budget was going into everything else. So Anyway, I replied to one of them. I was like, okay, if it's really Facebook, call me and let's talk <laughs> about it. And thinking, never again is this person well, going to ring. And they rang, but it was a oh UK number. God. And I was like, ignore that call. You're <laughs> ringing me from England. I swear. So I know, because people get so many. You're right. Like people get oh so many God, spam especially, phone calls now. Yeah. And then they replied to the email, they're just trying to call you. And I was like, oh, wowzers, maybe it is them. So, oh, yeah, it, it all it all started like that. And they really liked their story. And I'm part of their their leaders network. So it's just like this closed group on, on Facebook where fellow business owners and stuff just chat about different things. And sometimes Meta as well, if they've got new developments coming up, they might ask you to test it out or feedback. So it was grand. I was really enjoying it. Yeah. And they said, um, we'd kind of like to feature your business. And we were like, in what way? And they're like, we loved how you had the food truck and now you've got condiments and you've like a hundred stocks across the country with basically no marketing budget, which they well knew because yeah. they can see everything. <laughs> they can see your five euro. Five euro. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, what do you want to do? Like, will we send over photos? And they're like, yeah, send over photos, which we did. And then another, like, this was all over weeks now and months, you know, it yeah. wasn't a very fast process. 
and they were like really loved the style of the images and the caravan and it's great and they're like yeah so um can we book it in for this date and I was like book what in what are you on about and they're like oh we're flying a team over from London to wow. take photos of you and we were like uh oh, this <laughs> sounds crazy uh, which they did and then to which is even funnier they were like um because one of the shots they wanted was someone picking up a jar okay. and they're like yeah we we need to possibly fly over a hand model and I was like no 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 this is way too crazy like you're spe- like why are you flying people over and spending so much money I was like no and so I sent them pictures of my hands going here look these do you're this is <laughs> yeah and then they were like yeah okay actually they'll they'll do your hands are fine I was like oh my god like, imagine flying someone over for it but look that's, wow. that's the You've way that world works yeah. <laughs> but um that's the way that world works you know that so for nothing to them was huge and just mind-blowing to us yeah so we were very fortunate for um our friends out in Buckled Wheel in in Feathered they had the space uh, for a caravan and photography set up and, and everything. And they took the shots way back in November. And we were thought, oh, cool. Like we, there might be like a sponsored poster, something yeah. on Facebook. Like it'll be great. And we've been in the Business Post, the Irish Times, the Independent. Wow. Like a half page, a full page. Like some of, it's so funny here in Irish, like some of our neighbours are walking by knocking on the window going, you're in the paper again. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, this is brilliant <laughs> oh, and so wow. wonderful, you know. And we and appreciate could, everything. I mean, the 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 like cost of that kind of exposure oh, would be absolutely phenomenal. unbelievable. And, like I said, like I worked in advertising and marketing, and I remember getting rate cards from papers. Now I'm going back ten plus years ago, so yeah. I can only imagine what it is now. And definitely had a chat, and we were like like you couldn't even dream of doing something like that and that's one thing that Declan and I wanted to get across it's like it's not us we don't have that kind of money it's Facebook you know because they see our face and they're like Jesus you're doing well aren't you and we're like no it's not us yeah oh that is absolutely amazing um and okay so you've come a hugely long way since 2019 and all these incredible mm. things have happened yeah. and you know you obviously have an amazing product and um, what advice would you give to maybe somebody thinking about a food truck or thinking about getting a product onto retail shelves if yeah. you kind of had to do it all over again maybe what would you do differently yeah. um so my advice off straight off the bat is go for it don't mm. be afraid you know it's definitely like life is so short and so precious in the sense of just go for it like mm. who, who are we to ever think we'd get three stars and who are we to ever think Facebook would want to put money behind us you know you've got to just try these things and we, we always feel as well that it, it's all well and good like speaking to friends and family and peers and then all of you like number one never work with your partner (laughs) number two just be you know be so careful of you know investment and listening to people and all this kind of thing and I'm like yeah you can you can do that till the cows come home but you've also got to trust your gut yeah you know and Declan and I have you know when you think about it we started our food truck in September 
we were trading at the quay here in Clonmel. We started in a November, raining all the time. You know, oh, it was yeah, yeah. You know, it wasn't the beautiful, like beautiful backdrops of sun and people at festivals and having a great time. It wasn't pretty. It was really, really, really hard work, but we yeah. absolutely loved it. And no one could tell us any different. We were like so determined for this to work, and and for us, it was like it has to work because this yeah. is our income. This is what will pay the bills and mm. it's just got to work. So when you've got that drive and that kind of fearlessness, it's, and if it doesn't work out, we were really okay with, well, yeah, I'll go back and apply for jobs. And, you know, I have no problem with it. You know, I was yeah. self-employed previously. Declan's parents were always self-employed and it was, you know, some people think, oh God, I, I really want to start my own business, but I'd be afraid if it failed because I'd be so ashamed. And it's like, you've got nothing to be ashamed of. You had the courage to go out and follow your dreams. So mm. many people are sitting at home, you know, in jobs that they may be unhappy in wanting to do something else. And I'll be honest with you, Fanula, you know, a lot of people can say, oh God, you, it's like, it's very privileged position in the sense of you can just go do your, follow your dream. Mm. But Declan and I said, number one, no mortgage, no kids. So that mm. was two huge things that were going in our favor in the sense that you feel that you've got nothing to lose. Mm. Um, but then it was just a sense of our, our backgrounds as well, like De- Declan being a, a qualified chef and working in incredible places and my background of marketing and advertising. It was like, let's just do it. And yeah. if it doesn't work out, that's okay. So. Oh my God, you should be a motivational speaker, Sean. <laughs> write a book <laughs> oh god I hear listen diaries and journaling and all of that my god the stacks of books I have at home and I never get to read them but such is life but that's the way I was brought up my mom always says yeah go on go for it I'd be like mom I'm thinking of doing this she'd be like yeah what are you thinking about just do it and I was like oh god okay and I have fallen flat on my face time and time and time again like some people might think Oh, sure, she sure herself and Declan there. They just started their own business, and sure everything is rosy. It's not by no yeah. means is it rosy. Like everyone says, Instagram, social media, it's not real life. No, it's not. Mm. You see the highlights. You don't see the lowlights of us sweating and panicking and freaking out, going, "Oh my God, it's this massive delivery of jars coming in or boxes." You know. Like getting cardboard boxes, like when you say it out loud, was a massive investment for us. And we oh, were yeah. so scared. You know, we packaging going, oh, is so expensive oh, and you need pack- to buy so oh, much God. of it. And it's, yes, yeah. It, it has to be so right. Sweet. And if it's wrong, mm-hmm. you're, you're snoopers. Three months it took us to mm. get our boxes that we use now. And people are like, for cardboard boxes, Shannon, seriously. I'm like, no, seriously. And that's what I've been having sleepless nights over. Well, especially you when know, you have a glass jar, you know, it has yeah, to be yeah. well packaged to be able to oh, ship completely. it correctly and everything. Yeah, because yeah. couriers kept saying no to us and we couldn't grow without having couriers, without mm. sending them to shops around the country. So we did our due diligence with them, um, with packaging, with Smurf Akapi, you know, uh, Brian there, he really really helped us and guided us in, in in ways that we didn't know. You know, we were like double wall packaging. What is that? What single wall? Mm. You know, you know, th- th- we kind of knew, but we didn't, we didn't really 
understand I suppose the we were like oh can we get a hundred and it's like no you've started with thousands you have to get pallets and it's like oh god huge investment yeah yeah and then it's like where are we going to store them and it's like oh god asking friends for help and and we still have to do that to this day because even though people think you know you're getting these awards and you're getting all this and it's like yeah we're a tiny startup there's two people here you know everything we're doing is tiny step after tiny step you know and we still need to ask for help and we have no problem asking for help you know and Um, what do you think is in store for you in 2022 and beyond have you got anything so planned definitely new products yeah okay is getting very excited to expand our two jars to possibly four jars so that's um, really exciting do 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 we are, are you allowed to say what they might be I, or is I that wish I could secret information I don't even think it's all these ideas running around on his yeah. head he just needs to to write it down and, <clears throat> and to test them uh, so yeah hopefully two new products um hopefully hiring someone that'll yeah. be a major step and actually now <clears throat> that I'm talking about this uh steps in the business this year we're finally getting some uh, machinery this week to jar our condiments cap them and label them because we've been doing everything by hand like tens of thousands wow. by hand but you know i'm looking at caps and you're twisting and going oh god is this Probably ever going to end repetitive strain yeah or, or <laughs> what do they call it tetanus or something in your hands i'm like yeah i, I definitely do because i'm sick of looking at them but yeah. um yeah so that's going to be huge for us and be able to get things done faster and even though you know we were doing everything by hand and and all of those kind of things it's it's made us to what we are today because if things were super easy and super slick and everything went your way you'd never learn and you'd never understand and be grateful to what we are now like we're so grateful for help and advice and really trudging through the mud in the early days and still a little bit today to kind of just be very grateful for where we are and how far we've come in like two years two and a bit it's a, an absolutely brilliant story and, and probably a, a COVID success story I would say um yeah. is there anything else that you wanted to to mention on the podcast today um, that we that we missed it was, the other thing as well that we won the um, Virgin Media backing business campaign a few yes. months ago with um, Permanent ESB. So that was there was five businesses uh, from across Munster that were chosen. It was like a twenty thousand euro prize package, and Milkball Labs they um, they built our website, so that made us uh, enabled us to sell online. Um, and we just got some great mentoring and different things. We, um, Digital Business Ireland and a few other things are local enterprise office as well here in Tipperary. I swear to God, I think the staff there are probably sick of seeing my name appear in their inbox. They're like, oh, <laughs> what does she want this time? And sometimes it's not that I want anything. I'd be like, thank you so much for telling me about, you know, X, Y, or Z. Yeah. Um, and and they are really supportive to us. And, and it was them, it was Michael, Michael Bagley that was like, okay, get into Food Academy, get going, you know, do it while you can, you know, while the yeah. food truck was just kind of in its early days. And only for that, we would not be where we are today. We we might be, but in a totally different way, like God only knows how long it would have taken us to to get started. And we're just very grateful um, 
to everyone that it has helped us, you know, especially the the home crowd here in Clonmel and, and in Declan's hometown of Abbey Leaks, you know, the bakery there, Mueller and O'Connell Bakery, they took us on after um, Nuda Hickey and Sarah Ferno did and, you know, getting up to leash and people are like, who are these people? You know, yeah. so it just got us out. You have, it gives a you a little bit of credibility, so doesn't it? If you, you're in one or two Oh, completely. Stores, you have no yeah. idea. It just, it just meant so much to us and be able to say, yeah, we're already on shelf rather than approaching a shop and being like, no, we just sell it from our caravan. You know, it was, yeah, it's the power of people is incredible. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the, all, like I've heard great things about the local enterprise offices and like how much great training is on offer Mm -hmm. um, there. And now the fact that you're thinking about hiring someone, I mean, that's what the local enterprise office is all about is getting businesses up to that stage where they can actually create jobs. So it's an incredible achievement. Yeah. Yeah. And Isha, Isha Horn, who's, who's helping us out in, in in that kind of process you know we're like we're thinking about it and you know just going through financials and projections and like financials and project we were like ah here it's like no 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 there's no such thing as we'll be grand it's like plan it out and figure it Mm. out and see what you've got to do to get to that stage um yeah so we're just we really are and I, I I can't reiterate it enough you know my mom I always say my mom is the glue that has helped held everything together because even when we're like tearing our hair out with stress she'd be like hang on now a second think of how far you've come and relax and you know be very grateful to to where you know the journey that we've come on and and we really are we're just definitely like even though we work so hard we're just so thankful yeah and if people want to buy your products or Mm -hmm. follow you on social media where can they find out more so rivesi.ie is our website, um, R-I-V-E-S-C-I.ie. Um, and that has lists to um, all of our stockists around the country. We have over 100, um, not in every nook and cranny just yet, but hopefully we will be in time. Yeah, and uh, sure. also we have um, an online shop there and a blog as well that we just kind of, we put different updates and, and things like that. Um, but yeah, people... Yeah, it's all about the people supporting us, you know. Absolutely, the, the, yeah. Like shops down in Skibbereen and up to Westport and Cavan and Wexford. And yeah, it's, it's all good. And uh, you're obviously on Instagram as well. We are. On social yeah. media. Yeah, with uh, all of the, the links to our social media are on our website. So it's probably the best place. Best to, place to find to out get. find out more. Yeah. Well, listen, thank you so much for joining us on the show today, Shannon. It's a great story. No, and I wish you all the success in the world for 2022. And thank you so much to GS1 for the scary barcode not being so scary. <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> thank you to our contributor today, to Shannon Forrest of Revesi. Today's episode of Scan Talk by GS1 Ireland was presented and produced by me, Fanil Malone. You can subscribe to Scan Talk on Apple, Google, Acast, Spotify, or on our website, gs1ie.org forward slash podcast. Talk to you next time.